0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 66, The Prometheon and Speed Demons.
2: Hi, pals. It's number 66 for yes. some reason. I don't know why that's relevant. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, you know, if you're keeping track, it's the 66th one.
2: Yeah, and it's like the fifth episode of uh, Superman, but somehow also we're in mid-season two already. Yeah, it's
0: almost over somehow.
2: <laughs> Who knows? Uh, they're already bringing in special guest superheroes. They sure are. Remember I've been saying, like, toward the end they get... I- they they get itchy to do Justice League and they bring in the other mm-hmm. guys. I I guess it happens a little early. I was really thought.
0: expecting this to not be for a while, but uh, here we are. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I know it happens more frequently toward the end, but I did not realize they they did it this soon. But uh, before that one, mm-hmm. why don't I tell you what happens in the other one? Yes, tell us about which, the Promethean, which which I enjoyed and and you didn't as much as I did. But mm-hmm. um, I know one thing for sure: when I look back and I see the episode list. Uh, in, in two days, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, when the fuck was the Promethean? This didn't feature Prometheus. Nope. Promethean? Didn't I watch this already? Wasn't this one of the many deeply disappointing prequels to Alien? <laughs> oh, wait, no. This one opens with a team of specialists working to stop an asteroid from hitting the Earth, which is at least two movies I worked very hard not to see in the 90s. <laughs> no, not those two movies about Prefontaine, whatever that even is. The other two included in this ragtag band of handsome people meant to look cool walking in slow-mo to some Aerosmith song that sounds like every other Aerosmith song. Superman, obviously. Professor Hamilton, because Earth apparently only has one scientist, and he's one of those all-purpose scientists who specializes in all science. And General Hardcastle, an army dude who absolutely loathes Superman. Like, you might think Lex hates Superman, but this guy really hates Superman. It's kind of his only thing. Lex at least has a financial empire and at least one change of clothes. Hardcastle has the one uniform and the one opinion. Superman's a damn alien and I hate him. Speaking of damn aliens, the deep impact in question has a big ol' rock monster thing strapped to it. It wasn't a rock, you see. It was a rock monster! (laughs) Thank you. I'll be here for about an hour when I say twa-la and the closing music starts. Hamilton wants to study the monster, which also sounds like a good idea to Superman, which means Hardcastle wants exactly the opposite of that. But Superman manages to get the Armageddon into a decaying orbit, which then decays a little faster than anticipated, burning up his very expensive spacesuit in the re entry. And the monster's completely fine because, oh shit, it feeds on heat and it is absolutely loving this re entry thing. <laughs> But as someone in one of those shitty movies probably told us, maybe it was Bruce Willis or Morgan Freeman, I don't know, maybe it was Urkel. The fucking 90s loved Urkel. (laughs) Anyway, someone probably said that objects fall to Earth, can't fall forever. That sounds like the sort of pseudo-scientific nonsense that someone in a terrible movie would say to sound smart. This disappoints the monster, who now has to trudge around Earth looking for further heat to consume. Hardcastle assists by shooting a bunch of napalm at it because he's a fucking idiot. (laughs) But then Hamilton invents Ice-9 from Vonnegut's Cat's Cradle and, with Superman's help, freezes the monster inside a lake. Then the episode just kind of
0: stops. So I guess my summary's over now, too. Spent a lot of time watching this episode going, it's feeding on the rays! Yeah, It was what? very much that Space Ghost bit, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Like, and I, I really, this. let's just jump to my
2: bad thing. Yeah. I liked Hardcastle. I mm-hmm. liked the idea of more than one person than Lex who resents Superman, doesn't trust him, or whatever, but... That's it. That's mm-hmm. all these guys. alien alien like they should have built to it. Ah. A I know, I know this is a children's cartoon, but I also know they can be way more subtle than this. <laughs>
0: creature, creature,
2: ah! It's very much the vibe that I got he, from
0: uh, him. I thought he was, and I assu- this guy's going to show up eventually, but uh, I assumed he was General Eiling. and then
2: you will see that guy in Justice League, okay? Uh, voiced by J.K. Simmons. Ooh,
0: thank you. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. This guy uh-huh. was voiced by. Uh, I forget his name, but you've seen him in literally everything that's ever existed.
2: You've certainly heard him in everything. Mm-hmm. I believe he was um, Jay Sherman's boss on the critic. Yep, that's where I knew him from. Uh huh. If you're if you're thinking of voice roles that he did uh, around this time, a little before that, but around mm. this time, yeah. No, this guy's this guy's been everything. And look, great choice for the you know
0: the for the hard nosed general alive.
2: who happens to be called Hardcastle, which is a little on the nose. Mm-hmm.
0: What's a good uh, what's a good name for a mean man? I don't know. Call him Hardcast. We'll figure something out better later.
2: He's a hard man. Are there names that with hard in it? Yeah. Hard. I well, mean, let's he, go with
0: hard man. No, that's a Mega Man character.
2: He he might be from the comics. I don't know. Yeah, he could be. I mean, I used to be able to say stuff like that when we clevered Batman, and you'd be like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. oh no." <laughs> I have read. I have perused all the volumes.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I have not perused all the Superman. I'm working on it, but it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. I mean. There's there's a lot mm-hmm. there's a lot it's, he's been around for God eighty years eighty now? years
2: now more than eighty years uh-huh that's a lot of years that's a lot yeah. of comics they 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 passed issue one thousand not terribly long ago not
0: yeah I did uh, just read Superman smashes the Clan, which rules
2: oh that book is great and mm-hmm. I really want them to do an animated adaptation oh like that,
0: that would be so good yeah
2: I, and not. Not fuck up the style like they uh, usually do. Yeah. But actually actually preserve the style. No, and that was set in the 30s, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. I have a fondness for that period. So that was an extra like on top of Superman fighting racism,
0: it was also like, oh yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Superman fighting racism is so just mm. Ah. Yep. Yep. Mm. Exactly. It's a good time.
2: Mm-hmm. But uh Hardcastle just just a guy just, who hates aliens and just, 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 just kind just, of a dick. I look again. I'm fine with that. I like the character. Mm -hmm. I just he needed a little, he needed to, he needed to turn or he needed to hide it for a minute. Yeah.
0: Something. I, I, I I do like that this finishes with him like, All right, Superman, I have a begrudging respect for you now. Like everyone who doesn't like you except Lex. I don't think he does. It felt like that. Like it, like there's a point at the end where he gives him a sort of look, and I'm like, Oh, this is like that. This is almost like that salute that uh, Turpin gives him, but not quite.
2: I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the next time we see him, he's right back to where he was. All right. I don't think this was the arc of him coming to accept Superman. I think it was the arc of, well, my plan didn't work. I guess the alien's going to do it.
0: I felt so good about this. And then he fucked it up by being really good at being Superman. Oh, this is embarrassing.
2: We we saw all these examples of him, like like the the creature being drawn to heat, and I I really thought this napalm plan was going to work.
0: Why didn't it work? Oh. Oh, you idiot. It's my own fault for not observing my surroundings again. I
2: also think they could have done a better job of him, like, being willfully ignorant without being so ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like, emphasize the willful more, you know? hmm
0: I could definitely see that. It's
2: just, it's so, you know, he's feeding on the rays, like you said. Yeah.
0: It's basically it's like Superman's like, "Hey, the guy eats fire. He I just watched him eat like a ton of fire coming down here. Like it's going to Don't don't shoot any fire at him." You heard the you heard this idiot, "Shoot all the fire we got at this guy. We invented a new kind of fire." <laughs>
2: he's a fun voice to do. A new kind of fire. Mhm. No, he's just a little southern. Not just... not too southern, just a little bit. I'm getting into character. You alien. now you're just tripp.
0: I hate Superman so much, catfish. Mm-hmm. You damn alien.
2: <laughs> I mean, everyone on Enterprise hated aliens. That, so that is definitely true. He'd fit
0: right in with those people. I, he was just General John Archer. Yep. I hate Superman. He smells bad. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, so that's my one is, big joke.
2: <laughs> your bad thing is definitely something that's going to generate a bit of uh,
0: discussion here. So yeah. Uh, as excited as I was for by the discovery of the giant stone Kirby monster, um, he ended up being kind of a letdown. Like when I saw the guy strapped to the asteroid, I'm like, ah, oh, they're doing some more fourth world shit, but it's just a angry dude who liked fire. It's kinda like Beavis without the personality. Like, I'm usually down for Superman fighting a giant monster, but like, this is kinda boring. This was kind uh, of a boring giant monster fight.
2: I, I see, and I usually don't like giant monster fights and I actually disagree with you. Yeah. And your complaint about like all of the recent uh, Godzilla movies mm-hmm. is that there's way too much uh, character development or as you call it Stuart saves his family. Yes, which I that's just one of those things where it's like that's that's the perfect word for it and I'm never going to use anything it's, else. It's
0: it's like I
2: the whole first act is setting up the humans before Godzilla shows up.
0: And then the whole second act is, let's not show you anything more than, like, like little glimpses of Godzilla. We've got this Godzilla movie, but we don't want to show you Godzilla. What we want to do is show this idiot, who is not Brian Cranston, who I was promised, mm-hmm. running around looking for his dumbass kid.
2: Well, I, I mean, I didn't see them. I, I Honestly, I've never seen a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. I might enjoy them. I don't know. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. But, um... I feel like they think The Appeal is making it like a disaster movie where you're seeing the people affected by it rather than yeah. the disaster itself. But uh, I don't think that's the point. I But but my question to you is, mm-hmm. did you want more of that in this? Because what this was was a monster fucking
0: stuff up. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I might have found the monster, I guess the monster was kind of boring. I don't know. All right. just didn't do anything for me, you know? See,
2: I, I this is actually my good thing. Mm-hmm. I like a good simple monster that's almost a dumb animal that just keeps pushing on story and mm-hmm. th- this this is what that one, like th- the, it was a lot of it was in the animation they oh, animated yeah. some really good body language and faces where it's like this thing is dumb and i don't mean it, that in a funny way i mean it's a dumb animal it's it doesn't understand it's just being instinctively drawn to mm. to heat to to live and it doesn't understand why this thing is smacking it around, and why it's being, you know, shot at, and everything else? It's it just like, and it looked sad and hurt. It
0: absolutely did. Just like, why and is I, everyone being so mean
2: to me? And I really like that. And like like you said, it looks Kirby esque in in a good way. Like mm-hmm. I've always I've always said I liked his visual style. It's just some of his writing I don't. Sure. Love. And Amanda also said it had a real Mike Mignola feel to it. Like oh the, yeah, the shading, like the shadows around like his eyes in particular. Mm-hmm felt very like that. It had sort of a, a protruding brow and like a shadowy like upper face and it just looked really good. Yeah. Um but it was it just I just felt bad for the thing. I think it did a good job of doing that sort of Frankenstein like like oh, oh, you're you
0: you didn't you didn't ask for this. I was just floating through space on my asteroid and a bunch of idiots decided to free me and I I
2: Skip this in my summary because I'm going to be honest. I did my homework on the bus this week. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whew, thank goodness. My episode this week didn't have a ton of plots, so this will be easy. I uh, just write the jokes I thought of last week and done. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's a whole bit where uh, Hamilton discovers, oh, this was actually, it's actually a robot. Yes. And it's actually created by a, an alien race, to,
0: you know, before robot purposes i i wrote this like we we developed them for for heavy for heavy lifting i'm like mm-hmm. motherfucker, get a crane yeah oh, well. just just buy a crane no what we're gonna do is see we gonna build a giant rock monster that feeds on heat see i like that it's like it's like solar power mm-hmm. it's, it's
2: it's sustainable that way it's just too sustainable and you can't turn it off <laughs> and they, i instead of coming alive or rebelling against this programming it did none of that mm-hmm. it Obeyed his programming too well and said, seek heat for energy. Yes, do only that. Mm-hmm.
0: I really like that. <laughs> Aliens just like, wow, we really fucked this one up.
2: Uh, but it's not your typical science goes wrong story in that it didn't, like I said, it didn't go wrong. Well, it's it like just it, went a little too right.
0: It didn't, like, it's not like, it's not like trying to rebel or whatever. It's just like, more yeah. heat.
2: Yeah, look, you made me hungry and now I need to feed.
0: No, you need to stop now.
2: Ah you didn't you didn't put an off switch here man
0: oh we're really dumb
2: I just i i don't know i enjoyed yeah. i enjoyed his relentlessness I enjoyed Superman clearly trying not to like to try to do as little damage as possible mm. like he clearly perceived that and he had to smack it around a little bit he didn't he didn't want to and he tried to minimize
0: that and mm-hmm. I, I don't know I enjoyed that I, I i'm I'm disappointed I didn't like this one too. Because I mean, you didn't like it, you didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, it, you know. But it, like that reveal of the giant stone man strapped mm-hmm. with giant fucking chains to an asteroid, I was so excited when that showed up. You're like, gonna get oh, so much fuck, fourth this world rules.
2: You're gonna get so much fourth world and other alien mythology mm-hmm. in this. I think every now and then, just I don't know, this is a monster from space is okay. They they, they shouldn't do that all the time. Mm-hmm. There should be some. Backstory, mythology, some good character stuff. But every now and then, sometimes it's just a monster. Sometimes it's
0: just a monster.
2: Like, I mean, that's all Doomsday is until mm-hmm. they decide to, like, Ugh. say, oh, no, wait, he's a Kryptonian whatever. Well, but, like, initially, yeah. it was just a monster that the, came from space and killed scary
0: Superman. Scary bone monster. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was still dumb, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's a bad example because it wasn't a good story. But It sure wasn't. You know. Was uh, I came someday. to Earth to
0: punch him with my bones. Mm-hmm. All I got left is my bones. <laughs> you damn alien. That's literally all I have.
2: Uh-huh. When they said exoskeleton, they didn't literally mean just just wear your skeleton outside your skin. That's not what that means. I'm
0: pushing it out as hard as I can.
2: I mean, I think it, it is actually what it means, but you know. Uh, uh, so what was your good thing? Uh, What was my good thing? It was hammy.
0: Oh, yeah. Prof ham. I love Professor Hamilton showing Superman how to create intense cold instantly by by mixing two potions together. They're not potions. His it's two like,
2: potions. He even said this is like like those uh packs they have like it's it's based on a real yeah. world thing. It's not magic. <laughs> it's important to me that you understand that science is not magic, okay? Too many people.
0: Uh eh. No, I know, but it's also very much him mixing two chemicals together and going, Behold, Superman! Instant cold! Mm
2: -hmm. I feel
0: like every episode of this show should end with Professor Hamilton teaching us something about science.
2: Yeah, like the Doc Brown segments in the uh, Back to the Future cartoon.
0: (laughs) Superman... (laughs) Superman shows up just like, Professor, how does weather work? Ah, Superman, come into my lab and I'll show you and the kids together.
2: Well, that would be at the end of the next episode. Now, Billy, if you'll take this glass of water and spin it around also you just got me thinking of the guy from naked gun or police squad like (laughs) which i don't know if you remember that guy but uh
0: i was talking to someone today and i just realized i haven't seen naked gun in 20 years so
2: i there's some stuff that has honestly watch police squad which is the show it was based on Ah. because the movie makes him a lot dumber oh whereas the tv show plays him Mm -hmm. like no he's he's like a good detective he's just kind of oblivious whereas in the movie he's a dumb clumsy guy which isn't as funny to me sure like deadpan works better if the character takes himself seriously and isn't a screw up they just know? make but, him like fuso. Yeah, ooh, uh, but uh, there's still some really
0: good stuff. I fell in my soup
2: also the, the naked gun does have uh, Ricardo as the bad guy so oh, you know, that that there is, is that that's also very good yes also has OJ Simpson just hanging around uh, O.J. Simpson taking a, a lot of punishment. Well, that's good. Me, I'll take makes, that. Makes me feel a little better mm-hmm. about that. But only a little, you know. Um, Let's see. What, what else? else? Like, the thing is, not a ton happened in this mm-hmm. episode. I did enjoy it. You didn't. But also, there's I don't know that there's the usual amount of things to talk about. Because it's mostly, like, after the first act, it's just Superman versus the monster, yep. really. Oh, I, I do think Hardcastle looked like a character from the Tick cartoon. Like, his very simple features were different than your usual Bruce Timm simple mm. features. Like, he had sort of lines for eyes and lines for a mouth, like a line for a mouth, and he just, he looked like someone from the Tick to me.
0: <laughs> did you get here from the Tick? Yes, yeah, Superman. I don't He'd want probably to talk also, about
2: it. That guy definitely did a voice on the Tick. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy, guy did a voice here, on big everything. Big blue guy. So, ah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. ah creeper 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 uh also yeah. superman and uh, professor hamilton now on a first name basis uh the whole time he's talking to him on the radio he calls him Emil, which mm-hmm. i thought was very sweet
0: and he calls superman super
2: uh no he calls him kal-el probably <laughs> they're on a first name basis but he won't he won't tell him his secret identity but he'll tell him his first name like his, you know his superman first name
0: what's your first name superman don't don't, don't worry about it you can you can call Cl- me Cal.
2: Clow. Clow. Clow Al. Cl- Al. Yes, Cal. Cl- <laughs> you can call me Cal, like the song. Mm, that's not a song.
0: Speaking <laughs> of um, you can call me Al? No.
2: I no, never heard of it. <laughs> As a guy named Al, never, never mm-hmm. heard of it. Um, I did think it was an odd choice. So while Superman's fighting the monster and he's communicating with Hamilton... Uh, they have decided to give Superman a circa World War II field radio <laughs> where he's got to carry, like, this guitar amp and CB handle to speak. Like, earpiece technology absolutely existed at this point. It would not be science fiction to put that in there. Why would you have Superman carrying a big old radio to just talk talk to his friend?
0: It's also, like... It's a that, weird choice. It's easier to draw that, like just have the 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 traditional uh finger to ear thing, you know, that yeah. every cartoon does.
2: Yeah, and and was doing well like up to this point. It's not like they would have, you know, like I said, it wouldn't have been science fiction.
0: Yeah. Like
2: Kid, you, kids would know what that was.
0: You guys aren't doing the whole Batman when a go is this. Like you're when you're no, a go is, is the nineties.
2: Like, yes, Metropolis absolutely has a future of the forties aesthetic to mm-hmm. it, but also they have access to the internet. And, yes. Other uh, like uh, luxuries of the '90s that that you mm-hmm. wouldn't have in the '40s. Bizarre shaped cars. I look. <laughs> I enjoy those cars. They're not good, but I enjoy <laughs> them.
0: I drove here in this car, in this car that my nephew definitely has a toy of that is fluorescent green. Oh, they're they they were all hot wheels mm-hmm.
2: the thing is those cars belong in that metropolis oh absolutely if you put a boxy ass like 80s or 90s sedan in that metropolis it would look really out of place mm-hmm. like like the uh, like the questions car not a sedan but like you know sure. like, was it a charger or something like that just like
0: hmm.
2: now you got to have them future cars you got to just double down on this whole future mm-hmm. thing and the, and the dumbass computers that Brian doesn't like same thing yep they don't make any sense. They look real dumb, but they
0: they fit the world. That's this is the this is the this is Metropolis. This is what it looks like.
2: This is the aesthetic they chose, mm-hmm. and uh, not everything is practical that fits in it. But you know, I'd rather it look good than than make sense, honestly. Yes. <laughs> as long as the characters make sense, I don't really care about the, yeah, you know, all that stuff. Uh, what else? What
0: else? Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of notes here.
2: No, I did say it is nice for Superman to fight something he can actually outsmart for a change.
0: Oh, I had something I want to talk about. Yes. Um, we need more stuff for Lois to do.
2: Yeah, that's true. The last several episodes she hasn't, and, and including the next one. Mm-hmm. Very little Lois recently yeah, like in, like, in season two so far.
0: This show's got the best Lois, and yeah. like she hasn't done anything except show up for a scene to be sarcastic. Yeah. And that's kind of the, like, it's like they're halfway through the episode, and they're like, "No, oh, we didn't have any, anything for Lois to do. And I'll just cut to her being all like, "Yeah, fuck this.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not writing Dana a paycheck unless we give her something to say. Yeah. So, uh, here, there, fine, done. <laughs> no, and I understand the Daily Planet can't be involved in every single story, but mm-hmm. seriously, the two-part mm-hmm. season premiere barely—like she was in it a little. Yeah. Like fake General Zod terrorized her for a moment. Yeah. But in these two,
0: almost not at all. Yeah, it's 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 Lois Lane. She's the best. Give her stuff to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, the show's almost over. So.
0: Yeah. You know. Then we don't get her anywhere. I don't think she shows up on Justice League. Uh, yeah, at least once. Okay, I'll take I'll take
2: that, but I won't like it. I'm pretty sure we get her more than that. Mm, but good. there is a moment late in JLU where, uh, oh, it's during all the whole Cadmus thing. Where okay. Superman has like a a little picnic with her on top of the Daily Planet building, and she's like, "Hey, people don't trust you." Oh, it was. It's a really sweet. It's a really sweet scene. Um. But no, they didn't have the, like, the embargo on Superman characters that they had on the back characters. So mm-hmm. I think his supporting guys could still show up. So I don't know how much of her we get, but they were allowed to use her at least. It's just
0: Professor Hamilton showing up to high-five everybody.
2: Oh, Hamilton absolutely is a big part of it. Of course. So, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. There's some good stuff coming on that.
0: All right.
2: Okay. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. Very well. Uh, my quote is just a, uh, once again, I pick what looks on paper like just a sort of a, a typical line but it's just it's in the delivery for me mm-hmm. Superman's fighting the monster and, and the professor calls him and he, he just says this
1: Superman we need you back at Star Labs
2: I'm kind of busy right now what's up? <laughs> I was, uh, could you could you call back later maybe Emil? I'm I'm a little, a little occupied I, at the moment I don't want to get mad or anything but I am very busy look you already gave me like I only have one hand free because of this radio you gave me <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready to tell us about speed de- demons, S- not daemons? Because screw speed daemon Bach. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh,
2: so take it away.
0: It's a sunny Lex Luthor free day in Metropolis, and Superman has been challenged to race Central City's Scarlet Speedster, the Flash. Also known as the guy who can't stop breaking the fucking multiverse. Barry, or possibly Wally. One guy who's particularly interested in the race is Hans Gruber, who then dramatically removes his beard to reveal that he's actually Bob from RoboCop. He and his brother, animated Bruce Tim, have developed a weather control satellite that Bob wants to use to ransom Australia for a billion dollars, and animated Bruce Tim wants to, I-, I don't know, snow for school children, Whatever. Anyway... Bob goes on TV, dramatically reveals his sinister turtleneck, and proclaims himself to be the wizard, the Weather Wizard. (coughs) Meanwhile, Superman and the Flash's race is called on account of poor weather. Specifically, poor weather that is personally murdering an Australian ship. After saving the people, Flash realizes that the Weather Wizard is one of his stupid enemies, and the two run off to stop him, only to have Weather Wizard weather them up a snowstorm, which they easily escape because Superman is here. Flash also escapes, but I'm frankly less impressed about that. They arrive at the home of Weather Wizard and Weather Wizard's brother, where Weather Wizard's brother rats Weather Wizard out. They eventually defeat him because he's Weather Wizard, and nobody is particularly impressed by any of that. After carting his weathered ass off to jail, Superman and Flash realize that they make a pretty good team. As long as there's, like, five other guys around so that they don't have to talk to each other a whole lot.
2: I am impressed with your ability to put Weather Wizard in the same sentence. That many times without it losing all meaning. I
0: am not a weather wizard or a weather wizard's son, and I won't be weathered wizarding until the weather wizarding is done.
2: Oh, you almost had it. Ugh. Fuzzy was, was a weather wizard. <laughs> like, okay, he's lame, and typically weather guys are, are generally lame mm-hmm. anyway. Um, uh, However, let's just jump into your good thing here.
0: Uh, so the weather wizard is Miguel Ferrer. Yes. Um, and... They drew him to look like Miguel Ferrer.
2: Yeah, he's um, uh, as you said, the guy from Robocop. He was also uh, Albert Rosenfeld yep. in Twin Peaks. He's been in, he was in a million things. He's uh, he's no longer with us. On yeah, that, that, game, that sucks. Dude, dude was a ama- Absolutely one of the very best parts of Twin Peaks. Oh and, yeah, uh, just just a ah, oh, so good And a very distinctive voice, just sort of down here and just very sort of mean and evil and just. Yeah, and such a good choice to be really any supervillain.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately they chose Weather Wizard
2: for him. Well that's the thing. He honestly, what do you like, he would have made a good Lex. Oh yeah, that would have been awesome. Like Clancy Brown is fantastic mm-hmm. and I wouldn't change a thing, but Miguel Ferrer would have done every bit as good a job. Oh yeah,
0: he would have been he would have been on my short list, you know. So
2: I feel like using him instead of Making him a home run, this is going to be a good villain no matter what, using him to breathe life into something that's nothing is kind of a good idea. Yeah. Which is a very, I think, Andrea Romano move. Like, okay, this, oh, I've read this script. This is a, I thought this character was nothing based on his name and his gimmick. And, oh, boy, he sure isn't. But uh, what if I cast a real, just an excellent voice for this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's, it's really cool. Like he has, they give him such a unique look because they basically, they base the character off of yeah, Miguel Ferrer. And this is, this is not the first time they've done that. No, but like he shows up. and I'm just like, that guy looks a lot like somebody. Is that Miguel yep. Ferrer? And it he sure opens is. his mouth and is like, oh fuck. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Uh,
2: that said, his brother is sort of the cartoon. Well, oh, I don't think this is a
0: good oh, idea, she- leather wizard. Well, th- that's the other thing. Um. He also has a very unique design and I realized um I've seen this guy before and I've seen him before because like that's animated Bruce Tim.
2: It it very much is or you know some, one of the other writers or mm-hmm. you know somebody with that with that look.
0: Yeah. It's just it's a very strange pairing for uh Miguel Ferrer and you know Bruce Tim, the guy who works here. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: but also the character just like because because Miguel Ferrer really Breathes some true menace into this. And mm-hmm. They do their best with you know it's weather powers. Come on, he makes it rain. It's fine. It look in real life, it would be dangerous if someone could just sick a hurricane on you. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but in a superhero show, it's hardly ever that interesting. And uh, I'm sorry, it just isn't. Yeah, but he like he actually kind of makes it work at, because he's extorting people. Because he's just like this. You know, it doesn't matter what the thing is that he can do. The fact is, look. I've got something against you, and I want money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. And then,
0: oh, I don't know. This oh, is a bad idea. I really didn't think you were gonna do use the weather powers to be, to be evil.
2: Excuse you... me, his weather wand. <laughs> that is how he summons <laughs> My the elements. weather wand. I don't know if it's called that, but it's a it's a it's a wand. I mean, and he is a wizard, so yeah. So it is. It has to be, right? Yeah. I'm sure when he was created in this, almost certainly the Silver Age. Oh, yeah. He, he did long monologues about his weather wand.
0: <laughs> no man can defeat my weather wand.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. No man can defeat my weather wand. Whatever. Give me a billion dollars. <laughs> or I'll stick a fucking tornado on your ass. How about that? I love you, Superman.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Also, when Superman shows up, he's like, Superman? And his whole plan was <laughs> to put these bands on Superman and Flash to to like harness their energy. And then he's stunned when Superman shows up to stop him. Like, well, you're directly connected yourself to Superman,
0: dummy. I really, I gotta admit, I did not see this coming.
2: Really? I had every
0: every part of this plan figured out except this. Oh, the one, I just didn't, when I went to Superman's hometown of Metropolis, I did not expect him to be here.
2: (laughs) Well, no, he's supposed to be running around the world. Mm -hmm. And honestly, this is dumb. That's my good thing. I like that they never officially settle who's
0: faster. Oh yeah, I mean that's how you do this.
2: Yes, exactly. The story should not end with okay. I mean, honestly, it should be Flash because Flash has nothing else. Exactly. That's Superman always been. Superman has thirty powers
0: and Flash only has running, so let him have this. That's always been my thing. Is like if Flash isn't su- stru- isn't faster than Superman, then why do we have Flash? I mean, why do we have Flash? That's a, <laughs>
2: what an excellent question. You're well, ugh. I know you love this guy, and th- look, I this do. is mostly this has mostly been a conversation we've had in the bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard, by the way, you could donate as little as one dollar US to our Patreon and and get access to those. But mm-hmm. this was not meant to be a commercial for that. My point is, it's come up a bunch of times, and you're just like, "Look, Flash is one of my favorite guys." Yeah, because you love his comics, you love the show, and I get that. But in these cartoons, he, he, this is the first of many
0: terrible appearances. I mean, let's roll into this. My bad thing, which is yeah. that. I can absolutely see why you don't like the Flash. He's really annoying in this. He's like the Robin of the Justice League. It just, just keeps running out. Like, What's taking you so long, Superman? We're going to do this or not? Huh? 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 Mm-hmm. It's like, shut up.
2: No, he's, he's very
0: bad. You got. Oh, and also, there's a part in this episode where he does that thing where he touches his own ass and then goes psst because yeah. his ass is hot. And that uh-huh. made me so very, very sad.
2: That's so in character with, like, they're going to get a different guy to voice him, but mm-hmm. the writing will stay the same. He yeah, will be like uh, this through yeah. Justice
0: League. Yeah. He, no, they get uh, Michael Roseburg, uh who's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smallville Lex.
2: Here, they got, uh, oh, God, what was his name? Charlie Schlatter, I think. The guy who played, okay, you know the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. There was a TV series based on Ferris Bueller's
0: show. Oh, Parker Lewis Can't Lose.
2: No, 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 no. That was the good one. Oh, really? This was literally Ferris Bueller, the TV show that that ran at the same time as Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis was the successful one and kept going. Ferris Bueller was canceled very quickly. This guy played TV Ferris Bueller.
0: Oh, wow. That's a shame.
2: I may know him from other things, but I remember that just because it was one of those historic failure kind of things. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you fuck up an adaptation of your own movie? And Fox, which wasn't even a network yet, got it right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed you know Parker Lewis can't lose. I was I was about to pull that out on you and have you have one of those 90s kids question marks over your head.
0: Fuck it. And uh Parker Lewis can't lose was uh I remember it being advertised a ton uh when I Well, was... it was
2: one of Fox's
0: earliest yeah. hits. So, I'm when sure I was, they advertised When I was like a life. little kid watching cartoons, like they would always yeah. put on uh uh yeah. Parker Lewis can't lose commercials.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't and think probably... I ever saw
0: an episode, but I was aware of it. It was. I think it was in the lineup with
2: like Married with Children mm-hmm. and The Simpsons and all that.
0: Yeah, it checks so. out. Yeah, it was on. Um, uh, it was on right after the uh, the Bill and Ted live action show. Oh,
2: I never saw that. It's bad. <laughs> I mean, it is, but I know they got their voices for the first the, like the first season, I mm-hmm. think. Which before Keanu was a big movie star. Like.
0: Oh no 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 no! Not the
2: animated version. I think in the first season they did. I might be wrong.
0: Like they definitely got George Carlin for the li- for the live action show? No, no. no. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, no. No, I I also watched the animated show for a couple of years, but like there was a live action one show ah. that was terrible and lasted for I think 12 episodes.
2: Oh, uh, no, I don't remember that.
0: Yeah. Ah. Well, that's unfortunate. I don't
2: recommend it. Uh, well, I don't know I don't how know. you'd see it, but uh. Oh, I I have my ways. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I I guess I covered my bad thing already. I was gonna say, haven't we done the kid brother helps the supervillain and then has second thought story before? Yeah. Which, and then I thought, may oh maybe we haven't. I they did it on GI Joe though, <laughs> and I could swear they've done it here as well. Either way, I don't love that as the thing that helps bring the weather. When yeah, it's just not you know, not great. Um, but yeah, Flash Flash sucks. He's he's he the Robin so of this bad. world. He's like. Uh, the voice that they get is like, that's what we were talking about is fine. And Michael Rosenbaum's a little better, but it's still until JLU where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now we have a big giant cast and he doesn't have to be the comic relief. Yeah. They make him a little better then, but Ugh. up to that point when there's the seven of them, he's the only goofy one and he's so goofy mm-hmm. and everyone hates him. And he's always hitting on wonder woman and girl. And they, both yeah, he hate does him, that to and,
0: lowest in this. and it's gross.
2: I mean, everyone does it to lowest. That's, kind of ties with what you were saying before. That's what she's for right now. Ugh. Don't and care look, for any of that. I enjoy when Bizarro shows up, but the first time he shows up, it's like he's macking on Lois, Ugh. and that's not great.
0: So, Ugh. Uh, Let's right. see. What else? What else? Flash um, sucks.
2: <laughs> I Also, look, I know you love Flash, and I don't want to diss the actual character because I know there mm-hmm. are great versions of him, but on paper... He's much like the weather wizard. A guy who runs fast is not that impressive to me.
0: Yeah, that's why when it's written well, you're like, oh, man, look at all this cool stuff he can do by running fast.
2: Yeah, he doesn't do any they of that do here. don't do
0: any of that. It's just like, I'm going to run across the water, Superman. And Superman's like, that's fine. I can also run across the water. What's well, the point, point of you again? At one
2: point, they're frozen in glaciers, and Superman uses his heat vision to get out. Mm-hmm. And Flash is like, I already vibrated out because that's a thing I do. Mm-hmm. You got any video games?
0: uh Shut up, man. I do like that he uh, does actual superhero shit. Like, yeah. if he was just like a dick who just like, why aren't we running, Superman? Are you going to race me or what? Or not? It's like, no, we got to go save this boat. And he's like, yeah, all right, we'll go save the boat and then we'll race.
2: No, and also it's good world building because obviously we know Batman exists. Like mm-hmm. when when Superman first talks to his parents in the in the pilot about becoming a superhero, his mom even says, don't be like that crazy guy in Gotham. Yep. So, like, we know, okay, the show we've already seen already exists, and, like, uh, now the Flash is out there, too, so there's there's other guys.
1: hmm
0: And that's good. Yeah. It's definitely some good, you know, world building. Like, I like seeing more superheroes, because we don't yeah. get those as much as we get new villains. No, and much reasons. like,
2: much like, uh, you know, in a Star Trek movie where the Enterprise is the only ship around mm-hmm. and it becomes more and more implausible, it sometimes becomes implausible that Superman's the only person that can help yeah. everything always. Like, it's good there's other guys out there. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm afraid Superman's the only superhero in the sector, Captain. Uh, again? again?
2: Well, they're using the Flash for training missions. He's uh, he's taking new superheroes on piggyback rides.
0: <laughs> Come on, I'll run you to Kronos.
2: Uh-huh. That's a thing they can do, I guess.
0: There he goes. Yeah.
2: Oh, I I took a bunch of... Uh, just every time Miguel Ferris said some cheesy-ass weather pun, he just mm. fucking... Oh, God, he nailed it.
0: There, the weather's going to be decidedly gloomy. It's very good. There's a bit where, like I mentioned, like he's in disguise, and <laughs> then he changes into like. First of all, he changes into Miguel Ferrer. Then he changes from like guy in a suit into uh, his. I want to say. Well, you said the turtleneck costume. Yeah, his turtleneck, but like turtleneck he, and goggles. He takes his he takes his suit off like Superman, and there's like a big reveal, but yeah. like it's just a plain sweater underneath. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's nobody and Amanda was like who who turns into another guy? I'm like, well, Superman does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Superman's got you are right. The the big red and blue S. Yeah.
0: It's like it's like he expected to have a Weather Wizard logo underneath and they forgot to yeah. put it in. Oh, well, that's the brother was
2: supposed to do that. The brother was supposed to do that and didn't. Where's my Weather Wizard logo Wally?
1: Mhm.
0: Oh.
2: Wally, I thought that was the Flash. It yeah. is. Maybe it's the other one. I don't know. He looks like a Wally, though, you know? I guess so.
0: That guy could be a Wally.
2: Sure. Everybody can be a Wally. Why not?
0: Just bring <laughs> on the Wallies. <laughs> so many Wallys.
2: Uh, there's one of those... Um, I don't know if John Oliver's made this joke in years, but he used to always sort of, like, call out the barest minimum of, of representation and mm-hmm. say, hashtag feminism. <laughs> like, there's a there's a lady general in this hashtag feminism. Oh, la da No, it is nice, though. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see... There's absolutely no reason that that character had to be a dude, and yeah. so they made it a lady, and that was nice. Like, I, I kid, but honestly, for a kid's show in the 90s, that's not progressive exactly, but it's it's something. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a sausage fest. It's yeah. mostly a sausage fest, but, there, you know.
0: It was a single woman. And then yeah. here,
2: here's Lois getting hit on again. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, well, in fairness, have you seen her? hmm I mean, look. People should stop being gross to her. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I get why they're why they're attracted to her. Because, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Miss Lane. I'd, I'd flirt with her, too, but I do it respectfully. Uh-huh. Uh-
0: That's from a guy who canonically does not care for cartoon characters.
2: <laughs> yeah, look. Unlike <And> some <laughs> of us who are on this Lo- show. Lois is different, okay? <laughs> Lois is different. And the Baroness. That's it. Uh-huh. Just the two. <laughs> Oh, there's a Snake Eyes movie coming out, and I could not care. I'm not They're a big sure GI Joe guy. There sure fuck anyway, it is. But, but there's a Baroness in that mm-hmm. who is um,
0: definitely uh, caught my eye. I saw that, and I was like, she still doesn't look as good as the uh, that College Humor video from years ago. That's true. With uh, Destro and the Baroness practicing their clarinets. Practicing their clarinets. <laughs> yes. No, that's still uh, when you Google
2: GI Joe movie Baroness because I wanted to see more pictures mm-hmm. of her. Uh, th- that's the. Like, the, there's only been three live-action Baronesses, yeah. so that, like, that comes up, too.
0: It's pretty uh, good. There's only been two live-action Cobra Commanders. Yeah. One of them was Joseph Gordon-Levitt for some reason.
2: Yeah, and they just whiz that one down there like... Oh, God. How the hell do him... you make a
0: G.I. Joe movie with a boring Cobra Commander? Get the fuck they out of him. here.
2: And they had uh, uh, Chris Eccleston as Destro, and they both just were
0: nothing. Yeah! That could have been amazing. Oh. <sighs> Stop wasting Chris Eccleston.
2: Yeah. They well, did it in that yeah. Thor movie, too. They, they Yeah, they've done it in everything since Doctor Who, really.
0: They wasted him in Doctor Who, too. They should have brought him back for another season. Well, that's
2: true. It's the only they, Doctor they Who really, I liked. They really pissed him off there. <laughs> well, to most of us in, in, like, North America, he was, like, our first, like, the first one yeah. we watched and, and saw regularly and not just, like, on PBS reruns or whatever. And, like, it's like, oh, this is, we, we've we all imprinted on him. Oh, he's gone now. Yep. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, my notes also a lot say shut up the Flash. But, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, understandably, because he should have shut up more.
2: Yeah, I mean, even when he wasn't saying anything, I wanted him to mm-hmm. shut
0: up. Yep, it's just body <laughs> language that you know he could shut up. Yeah, I I really wish he would shut up. Just just shut up. Also, one of his ear things is always white, and it made me crazy. I I don't care. It's about that animation thing. error just through the entire fucking episode. Well, maybe that was the design of this Flash. Maybe one's yellow and one's white. Not only am um, I irritating when I'm talking to you and doing things, also my costume is very irritating. <laughs> irritating? Get it? Huh? No. Does that also irritate you? Excellent. My plan is working perfectly.
2: I can elbow you in the ribs at the speed of sound.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, you've destroyed my ribs. I do like Superman. They animated him with some good body language and facial expressions as well. Mm-hmm. I I haven't seen Superman scowl this much since the series started. Superman does not want to be spending all of this time with the Flash. <laughs> it's like, look, I will do this race for charity. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got to admit, I'm a little curious who's faster. So I'll I'll endure this guy just to find out. But do I have to talk
0: to him too? I, I would have loved to have seen more. Like, this is the first su- other superhero Superman's met. This is the first team up. In, this is the first superhero team up in the
2: DC animated universe. It's a really big deal. Yeah.
0: So, like, to just have Superman go, oh, this guy. Like, yeah. I would have loved more, like, we should talk about crime-fighting techniques and stuff. And Flash is yeah. going, eat shit, Superman! Or, like, okay,
2: yeah, you can go a little faster than me, but also you use your speed in interesting ways that mm-hmm. I never thought of. Like, why don't you teach me some of that and it might be helpful to me, a guy who can go almost as fast.
0: I'm not going to teach you anything, Superman! Yep. I don't like yeah. this guy. Nope. Quit touching your ass. No! No! I can touch my ass a million times a second. Oh, that's
2: true. You can. Oh, I don't care for any of this. Fondling his cheeks. oh
0: Look at me, Lois. Ugh. It's like I'm wearing
2: nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> I just imagine Lois sticking her foot out at exactly the right time yep. and tripping him as he's coming around the world for the sixth time. Her, like,
0: her Her foot snaps off and launches into the ocean, but she's still, like, worth it. Yep. Look, my dad's a general. He's got
2: access to, like, bionic technology. I'll get a new leg. I get to trip the Flash. Who gets to say that? (laughs) Even the weather wizard can't do that, and he's Miguel Ferrer. I wish I could have tripped the Flash, but I couldn't. It's my lifelong ambition to trip the Flash. (gasps) Apparently, Mm -hmm. this is one of those rare times where the DC wiki pointed something out that I I did know, but I forgot. Uh, Right around this time, they made that uh, infamously terrible live-action Justice League pilot. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, you've, you've heard of this. You might have forgotten about it, but you definitely have heard of this. Oh,
0: oh God. That was the one that was based off, like, JLI or something, right? Like I'm Guy not Gardner sure. Was in there?
2: No, I don't think so. I Maybe, but I don't think so. Anyway, Miguel Ferrer played the live-action, I believe, Weather Wizard in oh, that. Oh, God. That was just his character. Yeah.
0: Listen, and I, I just don't know really love being the Weather Wizard, okay? All right.
2: I don't know if he ever comes back or anything, but, uh, you know, hey. All right. Anything else? I went to college from weather wizardry. <laughs> well, they called it uh, meteorological magic, but uh, you call it that. I, think...
0: I call, I, but I call it weather wizardry. Mm-hmm. It's still alliterative, though. At least I am just gonna put on my big pointy wizard's hat,
2: mm-hmm. take off my beard. <laughs> 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 Got to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like Riker, like evil Riker, p- peeling off his sideburns. <laughs>
0: I was Tom Riker the whole time.
2: Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure they invented Fitbits for this race. <laughs> they sure did. They had, they had little bands around their arms to, to count how fast they were going. So,
0: You are going very fast. Well, the technology is not quite great yet. I mean, they, they don't talk. You know that, right? <laughs> what are my steps at? Nine, nine, <laughs> nine,
2: nine, nine, nine. Oh, no, I got the German one. It doesn't want to cooperate.
0: <laughs> you call me a liar, Fitbit?
2: I, uh, mine, mine broke recently. And so I, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere now. Uh-huh. It doesn't, it doesn't count. It's not worth I, it. Like I've been running. I've literally oh, been wow. like nice. trying to get, trying to get fit. I've moved up from jogging to running and then my Fitbit broke. So fuck it. I'm not yeah. standing again. Fuck this. Yeah. I guess I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm sedentary now. <laughs> get everywhere in this chair on wheels. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, what's his name? Sparks from, uh, C-Lab. <laughs>
0: Uh, you start your own pirate radio station, too. Mm-hmm. I guess that's you kind of did, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. You got a quote? I do got a quote. What this do you a got? a shitty joke from The Flash, but it made me laugh. Unusual weather we're having. Had to say. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if uh, the weather, withers- weather-, weather wizard had said that. <laughs>
0: Unusual weather we're having for mm-hmm. you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, like I said, he had one. That, the forecast will be decidedly gloomy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so good. <sighs> that guy could sell just the dumbest, like, mm-hmm. he should have been, all I need is a match. Yep. Actually, he was in that. Never mind. Yeah. He was the Martian Manhunter in that, so. Oh, fuck, that was good casting, too. Yeah. I'm going to go watch Robocop again. I haven't seen that in years, but I should. Uh-huh. Our, our friend Devlin, who's, uh, who's you know, been on the show a few times, mm-hmm. uh, and is a good friend of ours, uh, wrote, like, her master's—oh, God, I'm going to get this wrong. She wrote a very important to her master's degree uh, paper or thesis on RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Maybe her master's thesis? I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, she's, she's like, a, a RoboCop scholar is my mm-hmm. point. So, very good. It's nice that I'm at
0: right. a point in my life where I could say that I know a RoboCop scholar.
2: Oh, you know, you know a vampire scholar? Mm-hmm. And you know a RoboCop scholar? You mm-hmm. Quite a few, uh,
0: yeah. If you're a scholar of something and I know you, let me know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like to brag about the smart people I know. I'm yeah. never going to be smart. No. <laughs> but I like to brag about smart people I know. I'm never going to be smart. I have a podcast. Look, I'm smarter than Superman. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, but that's he's the kind of a dummy. Do. Well, he got to be smarter than the monster and the Flash this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, he looked he looked pretty good compared to his, his co stars this time. Wow,
0: smarter than the Flash that I could ever reach those heights.
2: Smarter than Hardcastle? Mm-hmm. Because he didn't shoot fire at the fire eating monster.
0: <laughs> shoot more fire at him, Hardcastle. No. Mm-hmm. That sounded like Hardcastle. Yes, to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Smarter than the weather weather wizard. Mm-hmm. Smarter than the weather wizard's brother. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is hard to say fast. Yeah, the
0: weather wizard's brother. With- 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 the brother yeah. wizard.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, no, now you're getting into KKK territory oh, there. And, God. Uh, we, oh, God. No, thank we you. Need, we need Superman for that. No,
0: that that needs to get smashed. Yes, exactly.
2: All right. So next time.
0: Yes. Oh, for once, next I time, know what these are.
2: I don't know the second one,
0: actually. Oh, Do well. You, uh, you mentioned not... him earlier in the episode. Uh, so we got Livewire, which has uh-huh. Livewire. Yes, who we've already seen
2: in mm-hmm. Batman. And who uh, uh, Amanda's going to join us for that. Oh, hooray. She wants to talk about
0: Livewire. Yeah, man, fucking Lori Petty. Uh, yeah, and uh, Identity Crisis is which one? Uh, that's the first Bizarro one, I think. Ah, very good.
2: Well, Bizarro shows up more than once, mm-hmm. and at one point they team him up with another another guy. So, uh...
0: ah, is it Killer Croc? God, I hope it's Killer Croc.
2: No, it's Mister Mixie's Pitlick. <laughs> oh wow, that is uh, that's weird. It's good. It's very good. All right. But first he has to show up, and I'm very disappointed he hasn't yet, because mm-hmm. have you seen this show's version of him?
0: Oh, he's the best. He really they really is. pull up. The, uh, they really do the Frankenstein shit with him.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Mixes Pitlick. Oh, Mixes Pitlick.
0: Yes. Uh, He's good with Gottfried, right?
2: He is. Yeah. And they go full on fucking Looney Tunes with it, and I love it. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's it's
2: just like the, the all the reality just melts away, and it's just a, a wacky cartoon for 30
0: minutes.
1: <clears throat>
2: Uh, but, yeah, no, Bizarro's great, too. Yeah. And uh, that's that's next week. So Amanda will be joining us, so uh, look forward to that. Mm-hmm. All you uh, Fandas, as she wants to <laughs> call them for some reason. Say it enough, ice, it'll stick. Are you Ice Fandas out there? <laughs> uh, and if you want to write to us, it is at gmail. The website is kidslovebatman.com. All the, all the old episodes are there, all that stuff. Uh, if you want to donate to the Patreon, like I said, you can donate as little as one U.S. dollar per month and we have done what like 12 or 13, we've done more than a year of them. we've done like yep. 13 i think uh bonus episodes yep. of, of the direct to dvd um uh dc movies
0: i believe the most recent one was uh batman year 1 just went up right
2: uh that just went up yes we did just record the one after that but yes that yeah. that one um but if you want to hear much more uh flash uh it's more even-handed discourse mm-hmm. because you like flash and feel that he is misrepresented on screen mm-hmm. I like Hal Jordan, the green lantern and feel he is misrepresented in comics. Yes. So a lot of, a lot of good give and take there for characters that we both stand by and the other one hates. Mm -hmm. So uh, check those out if you can. And uh, we'll be back next time. Yeah. See ya folks. Twala. There it is. Twala. (laughs) (laughs) He could have made Twala work.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.